The Fellowship of the Real is going live starting February 18th. The podcast will still be the polished, shiny, beautiful thing it is, but if you want to see the ugly side, the unedited side, the we'll-fix-it-in-the-mix side, then tune in February 18th at 10 a.m. U.S. Central Standard Time, or thereabouts. You can ask questions and leave comments during the show, and we will do our level best to respond. This time, we will be reviewing Hot Fuzz and Blade Runner The Final Cut. Yep, that's right. Tuning in live allows you to get a review weeks before it comes out. Did I mention it will be ugly, unedited, and that we'll have to fix it in the mix? See us there. Facebook.com, Fellowship of the Real. At this point in the movie, I'm like, okay, well, here's here's what you should have done. And I'm thinking... Yeah, right. It's one of my favorite openings ever. And I've watched that alternate ending, and it is garbage. It doesn't go where you think it's going to go. There's a monster. I am I'm ready for it to be over. Well... But I, I'm not sure I can even fully explain why I love this movie so much. I had some issues with the scene. Oh, uh, my feelings on it have not changed. I fell asleep until the screaming. This is actually where I started enjoying the movie. This is one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema. I thought that should have been cut completely. Oh! Well, I'm sure it's artistic and you just don't get it. Uh, Fellowship of the Real, Four Friends in a Movie. Here we are. Been a while. We are going to start off with Sherry's... What are we? What are we calling this? We can uh, share uh, Sherry's queries, right? Well, we started no. Sherry's queries, and then we was uh, notable quotables, right? Yeah, you know what oh, you decided on? Nice notable quotables. Yeah, Sherry's notable quotables. Quotable notables. Quotable notables. <laughs> All right. All right. Are you ready? Are you ready? I think so. Okay. Bring it. Okay. Here we go. All right, Sherry. Hit us with. All right. First one. You can't handle the truth. That's true. Oh, yeah. A few good men. A few good yes. men. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nicholson. You can't say, oh, yeah. You have to say the time. Yeah. I, I couldn't think of the time. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A few good I men. Same Nicholson. He goes, oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. yeah. Shit. What is it? Yeah. <laughs> couldn't get it you out. You want me on that wall, you know. Okay. All right. The next one. This is, <laughs> I just looked up the movie and I said, what quotes are in this movie? And I've seen the movie. You're probably not going to know this. I didn't know it. But anyway, let's see who knows it. If I don't know something, you don't know it. That's for sure. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know All right, you ready? I know. Sticking feathers up your butt does not make you a chicken. I have no idea. Uh, that's a. I feel like I've heard it, but I can't think of what movie. I don't think I've ever even heard that. You've seen the movie once because I'm. I asked you to watch it with me. I'd already seen it. Did you like the movie? <laughs> yeah, I did. Did he like the movie? No. <laughs> I think uh, it's not Steel Magnolias, is it? No. I'll just say that's when you keep threatening. All right, you want to know? Sure. It was Fight Club. Oh, oh man, that yeah. Uh, Brad, Brad. Um, yeah, no, we. Yeah, I know. I have no, seen it maybe I'm saying once. who said it was. It was uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, was it? Actually, gotcha. said the line. Yeah, you got us on that one. No, I've seen. I've seen Fight Club once or whatever. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. I, I, I guess I like that movie. All right, not enough to. We had it for a while, I thought. Maybe we still do, but I, I, like I think we know. may have bought it like when Blockbuster was going out of business for cheap. And yeah, but I've even having it, I've never watched it a second time. I, no, I've uh, only watched it twice. Once while you were probably on deployment, and then yeah, yeah. And Chuck Palahniuk is the is the author. Um, I've gotten more like his stuff quite a bit. Like he yeah, wrote, he wrote one called Pygmy, and it's about this uh, uh, someone from a. Uh, uh, Another country, like he, he's very, he never says what country, like it could be Russia, it could be China, it's that yeah. kind of thing. And the guy, it's a, he's a teenager, but he comes over 
to infiltrate like America and to, to like, you know, be, be a terrorist or whatever, but it's written from his point of view, but it, the whole thing's broken English and it's his reports. Oh, okay. and it's operative me, blah, blah. Like it's just the challenge of having to write something yeah, in yeah, broken yeah. English. Like, cause you're reading along or whatever. And like, I don't know, I really enjoy it. It's probably my favorite book just because I guess I appreciate the effort it probably took to, yeah, yeah. to write it that way. And then, cause when you're first reading it, it's kind of off putting, but you, you catch on to, to where yeah, you, yeah, you, you, get the you read it pretty smoothly mm-hmm. by the end. All right. Nice. All right. All right, last one. Yeah. Look when I get home now. <laughs> Whoever says it first, because everybody's going to know this one, as you wish. Oh, for fuck's sake, yeah. Princess. I'm not even right. going to try that. I, of course. <laughs> I can, yay. Yeah, it's right here on the wall. Wesley. Yeah. Yep. All right, well, <laughs> good deal. I got a couple of those. She crushed us with oh, the middle well, one. Well, that, 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 that was in a very obscure, which, uh, you know, you don't want them all to be as you wishes, so. I just found it an interesting line, and I thought, well, it, it, it's kind of I don't know it. Yeah, it is not a a famous quote. But no, no, but it kind of sticks out. Uh, yeah, but know. the famous ones are easy. So you gotta if you if you know you know if you're an expert, you're gonna get the more obscure ones. You know. Well, there's some movies that I've seen over and over. Y'all may not have seen that. I know every little. Yeah, sure. Every little line. So. Yeah. All right. Well, good deal. All right. So we're doing uh, uh, Demolition Man first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Demolition Man. All right. I guess we'll get into this and then, I'll, you know, because I, I have, yeah, we all have something about this, so we'll get into this. All right, so let's, let's start off with Money Critics fans. All right, does anybody have this stuff that they want to go with or? I think you're the only one with a printer. So okay, yeah, and I print, the, print, I print the internet. Yeah, so. So I think we all just, yeah, I feel good. Yeah, no, well. I was just stop, it stop is. asking. <laughs> no, I mean, when it's someone else's movie, I don't want to like tread on their time right on, or right on their parade. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you know, but that's cool. <laughs> Money critics fans. Initially, when I first watched this, I thought these scores were high. Uh, watching it two or three times, I appreciate the movie more uh, as I watched it. I remember when it first came out, really liking it. Watching it with a more critical eye the first time, you know, a couple uh, last week or whatever. Uh, you know, and then watching it twice more, I started warming back up to it. But I, I think it's it is what it is. So the the tomato meter is sixty two percent and sixty six percent. Sixty two percent of fans, sixty two percent of critics gave it three and a half stars or above, and sixty six percent of the audience gave it three and a half stars and above. We'll get into the money in a second. I struggled with this movie because. Well, we'll uh, we'll get into that. I don't want to shoot it all at once, but uh, I thought the movie was unduly praised initially, and so I looked up. Well, did it win any awards? Well, and this I think is entirely unfair. Uh, it won some Razzies. Well, mm. one one Razzie. Sandra Bullock won a Razzie for best support worst supporting actress. Okay, I, this was right before Speed, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Speed was ninety four. This was ninety three. Yeah. 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 Nineteen. Well, it was yeah. the first one I remember seeing her in. But I thought she was real cute in this movie. No, no, no. Well, I, I, we're going to get into that. Yeah, so, so like she I won. the whole section. Uh, well, <laughs> anyway. I mean, when I say cute, I don't mean, I mean, just her misquoting all the, sure. no, no. All yeah, the, yeah, the little things she played said. Played her role well. Well, yeah. yes. So for the Academy, the Academy of Science Fiction, Fantasy, and Horror Films gave it, uh, so that's the only award it won. It was nominated for six other awards. It was nominated for Best Science Fiction Film. A Saturn Award by the Academy of Science Fiction and Fantasy and Horror Films. Best Costumes, Best Special Effects. ASCAP Film and Television Music Awards. It won an award, I guess, so it won two awards for best, for top box office films. It, you know, we'll get into that in a second. It made some money. 
anyway, best villain nominee Wesley Snipes. Anyway, so it it got some attention, and I just I think anyway the the to the box office domestic box box office was fifty eight million. Now the, I found two figures on this. One only listed uh, domestic, and it said it didn't have an international. So Rotten Tomatoes says it made fifty eight million with no worldwide release at all. Other sites. Numbers.com said that it made the 58 million, but it also international made 101 million for a total of 50, 159 million on a 57 million budget. So depending on which you go to, and I found several that said 159. So I suspect that Rotten Tomatoes just didn't have those numbers. So it made its money, considered a success. I read somewhere in looking this up that Stallone as late as 2020 or 2022 was thinking about a sequel. Yeah, I read I, that. Yeah. So I don't know if that's ever going to happen. So it made its money and... I think it was more warmly received at its release than over the course of its life. Six, based on the box office, 66 should be higher. Based on how it holds up over time, maybe 66 is more appropriate. Yeah, um, I definitely see that 66 is kind of where I would peg it. It doesn't hold up as uh, well as it did when I was 10 years old when this thing was released. Yeah. I, I just looked it up. I didn't realize this was rated R. I mean, it makes sense that it's rated R, but I think I went to this on... Uh, one of my birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> we watched it. There is. I you mean, know, I saw it in the theater as well. Yeah. I saw it in the theater as well. I don't well. know. I don't yeah. think we saw For it. For some reason, I think of this as a kid's movie, but. Well, it's. Definitely uh, not. It's, to me, it's. So, all right. To me, it's 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 uh, an all in how you go in, what expectations you have going in. And we'll get to that in the, the beats. Yeah. So, that, like at the top of my notes, we'll get to the beats in a second. But at the top of my notes, just for my own. Because I wanted to mention this and just for my own. So I didn't lend too much to this movie or try to look for too much in this movie. I put warning, do not engage your brain at any time. Absolutely. During this Ouch. movie. Absolutely right. Uh, yeah. So uh, I guess the, uh, I have genre here. I don't know what genre y'all picked. And we'll get into the beats after this. I, I said it wants to be buddy love. I think it winds up being a dude with a problem. Mm. Anyway, I, I think as we get into the beats, I think there's a. I think it wants to be Buddy Love, and I think there's problems with that. All right. So it made its money, and I think fans and critics over time have, have sort of said that it's not as not holding up as well as maybe it did when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Any other thoughts on... Made a shit ton of money, though. Right. That's you know. what it's all about. Yeah, I'm, I'm similar to James, I guess. I, I enjoyed it a lot when I was a kid. Yes. I saw it. I remember loving um, this movie. But like, if I go back, like because Cliffhanger came out the same year. Yeah. Um, I've rewatched both of those, I guess, you know, in the last year or whatever. Cliffhanger is more enjoyable than Demolition Man to me as, yeah. a, as a rewatch. Like, it held up more. I remember being um, very disturbed by the cliffhanger opening because that girl falls, right? Oh, yeah. oh yeah. that's yeah. exactly all I yeah, remember. That I think one of the, the, one of the geniuses the, of that is oh, Stallone. That's Rambo. He's not going to drop that girl. Right, right. Holy shit, he did drop No, no. It. I, I, and then we're off. That, that's actually, the, I mean, like, I can remember that scene yeah. vividly. I'm not sure I could recall any other scenes. So, yeah, it was... It was that one we may have seen in the theater, but but this one I I for some reason think we just rented it. I remember the posters for this, seeing this, the poster of this, him and Wesley Snipes staring at each other, and I yeah. remember being excited, like, yeah, Dad, I want to go see that. Sure, yeah. All right, so let's get into the beats because uh, that way we can start talking about this. Yeah, and then we'll unpack this because I'd be very interested to see how y'all broke this down if you were able to. All right, so let's let's do the beats. All right. So again, like I said, I think it wants to be a buddy love. I think it's, I think the buddies are Spartan and Huxley. Okay. But I think at some point that goes off the rails. I think it winds up being a dude with a problem. Maybe. But right. 
my instinct was dude with a problem, but I think there could be an argument made for institutionalized. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I of the prison and stuff. That's what I was well, thinking. Because the new society that he wakes up to. Oh, that's right? true. I didn't even he thought about that. Ends up destroying it, right? He, but he's the the I can't remember the terms now. The catalyst for change. Yeah, he's the one rage, uh, raging against the the yeah. system and stuff. He's not the uh, the Mar the Brando, the Marlon Brando oh, I guy. That's you know because that's what I was not thinking. the innocent one that is willing to join the the institution, right? But he's the other one that's. Asking yes. all the questions. Yeah, the that, Brando role. That's what I thought was at the end of it with the the institutionalized was it was you burned it down, you join yeah. it, you burn, burn it, it down, down or you commit suicide. Or you commit suicide. Right, and he so, burns it down. Yeah. Yeah, you get a little bit dirty, you get a yeah, little bit yeah. clean or you get a lot clean or Yeah. Yes. I mean I'm not saying it's a perfect solution. Could be argued that way. Yeah. Cause yeah, if you I mean I'm interested to see what you, I'm interested to see what you say about body love, because I was like, Yeah, that's well all right, so I'm going to start off with this, and then you can tell me if I'm wrong, and then show me how I'm wrong. I think I, I called this initially a two-hander with two sets of beats that united the fun and game. So I think you have this setup with with Spartan in 1996, Los Angeles, and then he goes under, and then you have this extensive setup of modern Los Angeles, essentially focusing on uh, Huxley, Sandra Bullock's character, and and her setup. And I think I think her setup has a set of beats. And I think his setup, setup has a set of beats and they meet at the fun and games part. So at that point, I'm like, okay, this is a two-hander. So these two characters are going to be paired. It's, you know, Mar it's, it's Riggs and Murtaugh and, and all that. And so I, so I was disappointed about how they actually wound that up. Yeah, because it doesn't work as well as Riggs and Murtaugh. And well, I think it could have, but she's not on the poster. And, and there's a, the ending. It's true. Anyway, so I have initially a two-hander with two sets of beats that unite at the fun of games. Okay, now, and I said essentially there are only the following beats in this story. Two sets of opening images, one for Spartan, one for Huxley. Two sets of setup, one for Spartan, one for Huxley. A theme, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Two sets of catalyst, Spartan and Huxley. Uh, two sets of break into two, Spartan and Huxley. And then the fun and games. I said absent are the following beats, and I could not identify any of these beats. And so that's why I'm very interested as we go through this to see if you were able to. I couldn't locate a B story, a midpoint, a bad guy's close in, all is lost, dark night, break into three or a final image that mirrors the opening image. Couldn't find any of that. Essentially, this movie to me is the break into two and the next, because it breaks into two for both of them or the fun and games for both of them start at 48 minutes. The rest of the movie is to me, fun and games. Was not able to identify any clear demarcations there for instance uh, well we'll get into it i don't think there's ever a time when spartan has a a setback that he has to dig deep down i don't think there's ever a time when he suffers a loss that that causes him to get introspective uh anyway but mm -hmm. i'd be very interested to see what y'all think about that if it was a if it was a different kind of movie than what you're what were you calling it a buddy love yes if it was a different movie like institutionalized would you have been able to find those plot points do you well, think institutionalized is the genre but you're still going to have your 15 beats your your, your beats okay so uh, there's not a different little set of rules for one versus the other no the way blake center views it is like all movies can be broken into one of these 10 categories right so the monster in the house institutionalized mm -hmm. do the problem all that and then you have your 15 beats, but your 15 beats are in, present in every single one of those uh, genres. Okay, that makes yeah. sense. Yes. And you now, always have a B story and, you know, that kind of thing. And I think she's, if we're looking here, I think Huxley is his B story. Well, I, if I it's agree. a buddy love and, and institutionalized makes a lot of sense, but theoretically, Huxley and Spartan should be the B stories for each other. Yeah. 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 They should help each other 
Yeah, because, you know, like the classic example is a lethal weapon. Yeah, Riggs and Murtaugh. I mean, yeah. Murtaugh is feeling old. Uh, Riggs is feeling crazy. By the end of the movie, he doesn't feel so old. Uh, he's not as crazy. Yeah, but she's already like halfway there because of her um, her love for nostalgia. Yes, and for yeah. she's already halfway there. Like, especially for institutionalized, it's it's a it's an, and it is Brando. Like the guy I was thinking of, it's called uh, they call it Brando based off Brando. Of Brando. Character, yeah. the, the Brando role is uh, versus the system, right? Versus a company man. Yeah. Well, like Benjamin uh, Brat would yeah. be almost be the more company man, right? I mean, he's he's silly and he's not, you know what I mean? Like, because she's already halfway there. He's fully company man. And, sure. And, and yeah, she enjoys the Oscar Mayer hot dog song too, but yeah. she likes the the stuff from the, she would have to have, she would be, has to be, she's unhappy with her world or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. She'd have yes. to be completely rooted in that world and go, no, this is the way society needs to be. This is an improvement over what you, what you lived in Spartan. And she's not that way. She's, she's bored. And I mean, right. her opening image is the calling the, calling the warden or whatever, asking about, make sure everything's safe. And man, I would kill for some action. Sure. Yes. No. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, kind of. Yeah, I guess it doesn't work. Maybe it's a do with the problem, but... Well... I, I feel like there's more going on than just a do with the problem, too. At least they tried to make more going yes, on. Yes, no, I, I think I think it's it's smart sci-fi on some levels in terms of maybe a commentary on society, but I think... For sure. ...that it's more... And I don't know if it was trying to be goofy or trying to be a comedy, because it is very enjoyable to watch in terms of comedy and, and, and that kind of thing, but... One of the the earlier drafts were more serious. Yeah. One of the writers that came in later. Yeah, sure. Well, that was the other thing, yeah. Because it's it's written by and and. Yeah. So there's three separate guys who never really talked. Sure, yeah. There's no writing yeah, this. No yeah. and they didn't Punching write it all up. Yeah, they didn't yeah. write together. Yeah. <clears throat> all right. So this is my take. At no point is Spartan ever in any real trouble. There is no team. He assembles to storm the castle and break into three. This is the ending, and 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 we can talk about it when we get there, but the two-hander becomes a one-hander when Spartan removes Huxley from the action by rendering her unconscious, for which he thanks him. Uh, I want us to talk about that either when we get to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Society is rendered corrected by Spartan, who says the scraps, the underground, and the residents of San Angeles should meet somewhere in the middle and you'll figure it out. So I think it, uh, this is, I think, a symptom of the entire movie. Very simplistic, almost, in a lot of its choices. Like, really overly simplistic. Yeah, uh, for sure. In its choices. And then, of course, you know, uh, Harrison Ford's words always come back. It's not that kind of movie, kid. And I don't think it is. Uh, I think it's a fun popcorn movie. And and that's what it is. Uh, yeah, I'd agree with that. Just popcorn movie. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing is, is this the whole world or is this just San Angeles? Yeah. Like, yeah. is it his own little pocket cult area everywhere else's yeah, disarray? Yeah, I was thinking that, too. Yeah, that's you start asking questions. And, and yeah, you the, can't ask questions in this. The man that was... The who that was his creation or whatever. Oh, yes. the Dr. Raymond Cocteau. Cocteau, uh, which I, uh, the name I absolutely could not get over. I looked up how to spell it and it's spelled, you know, T E A U as a character, but my God. Anyway. All right. So, we, we, any other thoughts about this movie before we get into, you know, the opening images and beats and all that? And hopefully, you guys have some that I don't because I, like I said, was a little bit of a loss. Any other no. thoughts? No. All right. Yeah. So, opening image, like I said, I think it moves on two tracks until you, until we get to the fun and games. Opening image is 1996 uh, uh, L.A. Literally his first words, Spartans are, you know, we're here to do good deeds. So he is action hero, just, you know, saving lives, doing good deeds. His so first- it was the helicopter pilot that he's talking to that ends up being the older man yes. later. So, I, yeah, that's when we see him for the first time is the helicopter pilot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He- and I wish they had set that up a little bit more, like have yeah. given us a little bit more with him being younger. 
right? And the established like helicopter pilot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. give us his name at least as the younger guy. Yes. Like I, yeah. if they did, I missed it, but I, I feel like. Yeah, like because they're gonna have this relationship kind of later on. Granted, the the older guy kind of disappears, you know. Same thing with Rob Schneider. We'll get to that later, but he completely disappears for the third, you know, for oh, the third, yeah. third act. But um, uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, but yes, James Wright. That's the older guy that knows about Spartan. Yeah. Yes, and and there's it's it's revealed in some comment. Oh, you know, they finally grounded me, and right. when I met you, you know, when I knew you, or just snot nose, right. uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, they now I think I think it becomes overly simplistic in a lot of places. But I think it consciously addresses issues that it knows you're going to have by by these throwaway lines. Sure, there's this whole uh, so there's a, they. Well, I guess we'll get in when we get into the catalyst. Uh, opening image for Huxley, idyllic, almost childlike, somewhat dissatisfied with her life and job. Uh, no action, nothing to do, and then literally saying what I wouldn't do for some action. Yeah. Uh, contrast with Spartan's maniac comment below, which she's says, in 2036. Yes, yeah. it, this is I, this is uh, later. Yeah. Utopian L.A. versus dystopian L.A., I guess, is uh, the way yeah. to have it. Yeah, literally, you know, so her ordinary world, her setup, her opening image is she's bored and wants some action. Contrasting uh, Spartan's opening image, which is, you know, do good deeds and and, and action. So I, I thought at, 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 up until the fun and games, I think it was working. Yeah. As, in terms of, of being a good buddy love partner, mm-hmm. you know, Riggs and Murtaugh situation. Yeah, I, I like the the setup of the movie a lot. Like it's you know it's ninety six, right? The yes. dystopian. He you know is trying to. He's the only guy that can bring down this you know this criminal, this crazy criminal. You know Simon Phoenix, um, and he brings him down. But he uh, you know I guess ends up going to jail too because of the the, the kids, the the busload of uh, yeah. I don't know if they were kids or just well tourists. Involuntary manslaughter, like yeah, because Phoenix had already killed him, but he set it up and he's like, yeah, I told him he didn't care. You know, um, right? No, I wish they'd done more with that. Like you can see that he rushes in, right? Like Stallone rushes in, but his first thing when as soon as he sees Phoenix is where are the passengers, right? Like he's clearly concerned You're about right. them. And he even says he did um, a thermal scan, you know. Yeah, I did so, a thermal scan. They weren't there, but I wish they were already. Does dead. that mean they that they, they dead. were dead already? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Later okay. on in the movie, Phoenix had killed them. Yeah. Okay. Later, yeah. Later on in the movie, he said that Phoenix yeah. tells Spartan. That yeah. During the, the car chase in the police yeah. car, and he's oh, holding them outside it. the window. He's like, yeah. He reveals to him that he. Well, he, he I missed uh, that part. Phoenix had said while he's talking to him the. Police department got the message not to come down here. The post office got the message not to come down here, but the bus drivers did. Right, but the like, I figured, bus drivers I figured the figure bus drivers would be the first ones not to go yeah, down there. No, uh, so the yeah, setup. So yeah, those are the opening images that they contrast. I thought that worked. Uh, setup: Spartan, dystopian LA, violent, dark, gritty. Cop who catches maniacs. Phoenix, the current maniac. He says maniac to catch. Send a maniac to catch one. Yes. Yeah, I, I actually. Uh, okay, so in 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 absence of any other, that's I'm. I'm calling that the theme. Do you need a maniac to catch a maniac because you have the, and so that's the point you want to argue. And then of course you have utopian LA and these cops, uh, Schneider even says, we're police officers. We're, we're not, not trained for this level. This? Yeah. So <laughs> violence. Yeah. Which is good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So very much a popcorn. They got iPads telling them what to do. Yeah. With the yes. tone. With a, with a firm voice. Tell the person. Yeah. Tell, tell the maniac. <laughs> or else. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, so, Theme theme stated and argued, do you need a maniac to catch a maniac? Well, here's people who aren't maniacs and they're not doing so good, so maybe you do. So that that's about as all I could figure out for the theme. I Sure. Yeah. Now, this movie is a lot of fun. The, the yelling captain is the actual captain from Lethal Weapon, yes? Yes. 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 <laughs> captain yeah. Healy, I think. Uh, in 96, was. yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. In '96. Yes. Yeah. I'm tired of this demolition man crap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's the name. I know. Yeah. That's the. Uh, yeah. That's the, that's the standard. 
action, 80s, 90s action beat. The mm-hmm. yelling captain, tired of your antics. You know? Yeah, it won, you know, lots of property damage by the hero. Yeah, yeah. yes. Things get demolished. Uh, he has spent two years chasing Phoenix, and his MO is he gets his man, but things get demolished. This is the setup for Spartan. And then the theme, like I said, send a maniac to catch a maniac. Lots of uh, throwaway action lines, you know, yelling Phoenix as he's jumping out of the copter. For sure. <laughs> Slow-mo runs with explosions You're behind right. him. Yeah, that's yeah. what Jerry said. Uh, of course he has to run with an explosion yeah. behind Why is he running so slow? That, he runs that's blown up behind him, right? He should <laughs> <Right>. run faster. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, set up for Huxley. Uh, Utopian LA 2030. Underground resistance known as the Scraps, led by Mr. Friendly. His people are starving. Huxley obsessed with 80s, uh, height of the action air. You know, anybody bad, anything bad for you is deemed illegal. Well, I don't think it's necessarily just 80s. It's like any 20th century. Right? Yeah, because, yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Lethal, she has a Lethal, lethal Weapon was 3 90, poster. Yeah, it was the same year, I think. 92 or 93. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right. Out, yeah. I, th- I thought 3 was an odd choice, like... Well, because I think it, Richard Donner. At oh, is that right? Yeah, that's true. Or, yeah. Uh, Silver. Joe, S- Joe, Joe Silver. Silver. Silver that's producer it, yeah. all of them. Yeah, he produced those and, and then this. Yeah. Yeah. Anything bad for you is deemed illegal. Now, this, I was a big fan of her in this movie, her character. Uh, I, I wrote, she is actually, in the setup, I, I wrote, she is actually the smartest person in the room. She is tough, can fight as well as Spartan and resourceful. The only one who thinks to find a way back uh, who thinks to and finds a way to track the escaped Phoenix, which makes what Spartan does to her in the end a real missed opportunity and baffling. But then I wrote, but shut up and eat your popcorn. So in a lot of ways, Huxley is the smartest, most capable person in the room at any given time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she's trying to do stuff like before they thaw Stallone out. Yeah, she's the one that, you know, he takes out the cameras, so she thinks to go further out yes, with the cameras yes. and zoom in. And then, yeah, she knows a lot of, I mean, it, She's setting up the rules of the world for the audience, right? By a lot of the stuff she's saying in that scene, but it's hidden very well. Yes. Um, no. Yeah, I, I, exposition. I, yeah. That yes. scene works a lot. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't think we talk about Phoenix enough. Wesley Snipes as Simon Phoenix is a lot of fun. Like, yes. you could tell he was having a shit ton of fun in this movie. Yes. Uh, they had to block around him because he would never sit down and, and stop moving in this movie. Like, when they were filming, he, there was never a time. Like, he was just... I don't know that it was required, but he was just so amped up that he it was always movement, never sitting down. So they just started having to block around him and, and try to shoot him. Nice. Jackie Chan was offered this movie as Phoenix, but he was like, my fans don't want to see me as a bad guy. And I so can't see that. No, like, I, I, I can't picture that in my head. I'm having a really hard time. Not that Jackie Chan can't play a bad guy. I just, right. yeah, I read that too. And I'm like, really? Jackie Chan is something Phoenix? I just, I can't picture no, that. No, I, I, think, I think Snipes was the guy. Now, Jackie Chan's in a movie where his daughter gets killed. I haven't seen it, the but it looks... The foreigner. The foreigner, yeah. And it yeah. looks actually dark and gray, you know, a revenge flake. So uh, he's not the bad guy in that, but he, he's definitely capable of, you know, dark and gritty. Yeah. Uh, in the setup, Phoenix, we learn, is a, is a tool of Cocteau to eliminate his own nemesis, Mr. Friendly, for messing up his pretty city. So this is the setup, essentially, for Huxley, Huxley the world she lives in. Yeah, because he, uh, he breaks out... Um... Uh, he knows passwords and stuff that he shouldn't know, breaks out of the crowd yes. prison, and then he goes down to the street and he finds like almost like this, I don't know, ATM with internet type thing, right? Yeah, this sure. weird like kiosk that he's at. And I don't know, it's those some of my favorite lines is when he starts typing, he's like, Oh damn, I'm possessed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like he's surprised too that he, you know, he yeah, has to play the accordion too. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, damn, can I play the accordion? Right. Yeah. So he, he's surprised to have these abilities. I showed that scene to Lath because they're 
Because there's a, a citizen that's there talking to yeah, this yeah. kiosk at first, and he's like, I just don't feel well today, or whatever. Right, right. And You're he, fine. You know, yeah, and he throws him out of there, or whatever. But, like, because I told Liz, like, this is this is where we're headed. In oh, yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know if we're ready to get into that or not, but well, that's, that's definitely that's, where we're headed. You know, you can't mention anybody and, for anything. So it's all going to be, be well, well citizen. And, sure. And, and it's, yeah. it, I understand why the, the, that it was up for some Saturn Awards for like best sci because sci-fi at its best should be prophetic and it should be yep. commentary. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think the screenplay is smart in, in that sense. Uh, you have, uh, back in '93, there there wasn't Alexa, right? No, you know right. everything is voice activated, self driving cars. Yep. Uh, this whole notion of because this uh, was the second time when I was watching it with Sherry that it it caught my ear. They're singing the Armour Hot Dog song, and all, you know all kids like this, even sissy kids. Did you catch this line in the Armour Hot Dog song? Even sissy kids, right? Smart kids, yeah, tough okay. kids, even sissy kids like <laughs> Armour Hot Dog. I'm like, I guess I did. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> and I, mean, I think I, I, I hear think, it now that you said that. Yes, yeah. and I think that's. Uh, the real commercial. Like, I don't think that's... Yeah, and that's yeah, funny that this is. world yeah. wouldn't bleep it out, though, right? You know, That's true. Yeah, this world... Because that's... we didn't bleep it out in 93. Yeah, wouldn't that be something if now in 2023 we go back to Demolition Man and whitewash Demolition yeah, start Man? Yeah, because that's what they're doing, man, you know? Right. No, that's funny. No, I meant like the Demolition yeah. World, like the 2020-2036 society bleeping... They're like... They oh, didn't leave out the word yeah. sissy kid, yeah, or yeah. sissy, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, that, it was only the second time I heard him like, "Why you can't say that?" <laughs> you know, it's it's just, so wild, yeah, so wild. Yes, but but there are it is it almost prophetic, like you were saying right. in that sense. Uh, so I think I think on its core level, it it, yeah. it was a fairly intelligent swear machines getting fined for yes. swearing anywhere in public. Yeah, that running gag was because he because even like in the distant background you can yeah. hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I always yeah. laughed at that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, John Spartan. That was one of the things I did remember from that. Yeah, yeah. figured out that seashell thing right. pretty quick. Yeah, Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix's uh, response to that's probably like my favorite when he, you know, because he's there, same scene. He's at the kiosk Fuck and he's what? Fuck you. you. And then, uh, you know, I don't remember how many times he does it, but then the police are coming. Like, as soon as he it says, police have been notified, and then yeah. he immediately hears the sirens because they're already on their way. Yeah. Oh, fuckers are fast, too. <laughs> you, you hear it and go I, off again. Yeah, just the way he did it. Maybe I not. loved Stallone up there just cussing it whispering, out. Whispering, whispering yeah. so, so that he can have So he can wipe his ass. Yeah, I, did you catch all... genius. Did you catch all these... At some point, he... Uh, he calls the machine a duck fucker. Did you? No, I didn't hear that. No, here he goes. He goes, thanks a lot, you shit brain fuck face ball breaking duck fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, duck fuck. Okay. John Spartan, you were fined five credits for repeated violations. I'm like, okay, I, so get, I get all those seashells. others. <laughs> I get all those others, but duck fucker? That, duck that's fucker. a reach. Uh, points for creativity, I guess. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, so, the, so that's what I'm saying. The, the, I think the movie starts to fall apart structurally, but I enjoyed the whole movie. Um, yeah. You have to go in realizing what you're getting and not expect something else. All right, so that's the setup for both of them. Any other thoughts on their worlds? And Yeah, just, uh, his uh, Spartan, his name yeah. being Spartan. You can tell the... Oh, yeah, the, the Spartans, the, the toughest fighters and this kind of thing. Well, that and just like the... If you're Spartan about your life, like you, you don't want oh, luxury, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And he, he was against all the luxury and all the easiness of the new society. Sure, right? sure. Yeah, yeah. No, that's like, cool. I felt like that was... Well, the other one was Huxley. Yes. And Aldous, Huxley, Aldous Huxley. Well, I, I, Brave New World. Yep. Brave New World. Okay, okay. Uh, that, I actually... 
I, I didn't get as far as Brave New World because <laughs> I'm like, Huxley, okay, does that mean something? So I, I asked uh, Alexa about, you know, Aldous Huxley and gave me his bio writing, but I forgot about Brave New World. Because yeah, at first World. I thought, did he write 1984? No, that was uh, Orwell. Orwell. Yeah. Uh, I said, well, Huxley, could that be a reference to Aldous Huxley? And then when it just gave me his bomb, I'm like, yeah, probably not. Uh, but Brave New World, yeah, no, that nails it. That's absolutely, yeah. Then you got Edgar Friendly, who yeah, who is the bad guy, the, the bad guy. guy. Yes, yes, they're billed as the because Cocteau obviously wants to take control. Of this I don't, I don't know how he could have more control than he already has. He, but he his game is to get rid of Friendly, yeah, so that he can really take control. Friendly's yeah, stealing stuff, yeah. yeah, and and so they're billed as these terrorists, and I think the reveal is that they're just they're hungry and they're just stealing food. Well, I like that. I, I don't looking for something to eat. I yeah. don't know if I read too deep into it, but Cocteau releasing Simon Phoenix yeah. is it just like, hey, I've got this little problem. We can release one of these criminals and have him just handle it, and then we can take care of the criminal. Did he not realize who Simon Phoenix was? Well, like just this madman now he's released frankenstein's monster yeah i um yeah i, I don't know what cocteau's plan was to get rid of this yeah to put phoenix back you yeah. know it's like you know you get a snake to take care of the rats now you got a snake problem you know yeah i guess he thought he was good because well this guy can't ever hurt me you know like he's yes, programmed yeah. you know, where he couldn't shoot him or whatever almost like a like a robocop type thing yes but, and then and, and then, then he, that scene <laughs> i laughed so hard when i said oh you didn't <laughs> expect him to Recruit other people and someone right. else shoots you. Right. Well, Jesse the Ventura. Sure, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, the chief, uh, Bob Gunton, uh, Chief George Earl, he's the guy that played in uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. He was. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, the guy that played the chief was, oh, what's his name? Harold. Held Ramus Egon. Yeah, which yeah. blows my mind. That actor, they, they used that actor to do Egon. Yeah. It blows my mind away. Yeah, it just is awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry, Phil. No, no. It, well, yeah, because because he ra- he raises Phoenix to take care of Friendly, and it kind of bites him in the ass because then they raise Spartan to take care of Phoenix, which he yeah I don't think he anticipated them no I doing don't that I don't yeah. think so either yeah yeah it's like he grabbed a flamethrower to take care of some ants and now everything's on fire right yes Spartan right, so that's the setup for Huxley and Spartan the catalyst for Spartan uh, initially I thought it was probably around the time that he was getting out of cryo. But as I watched it a second time, I'm pegging this catalyst for Spartan as uh, the missing hostages are all dead, killed by Phoenix, but Spartan is charged uh, with involuntary manslaughter, sentenced to 70 years in cryo. So I, I think that's really where his call to action begins. I, I'm pegging it as him being charged with involuntary manslaughter, kicking him into heading toward yeah. the, the uh you sound breaking, real confident breaking. about that well i i i <laughs> the way that you're saying it looking at it well because I'm, I'm waiting for chris to say no no it's this <laughs> okay i i like i said i'm being thought out you, you put phoenix away now you're being I thought think out the, yeah well i think that's the, your callous because it's it's yeah you know, the, the death of the hostages the and him being charged with phoenix, go back in the fridge that's his choice and so he breaks into two by sure but but it, choosing to embrace this you know, try to survive in this weird new world and, and stop Phoenix. So. Yeah, yes. But, but I think the catalyst is the hostage is not necessarily him. No, I think it's him being thought out because he was, he was frozen, not doing shit, you know? Yeah. I think that's just part of the setup is the... Right. We get, well, that's initially... Get both these guys in the future. Well, we got to freeze them or something, right? Something, you know. Yeah, because you're, you're opening and closing images. You got the building on fire and then you have everything frozen. Well, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. So, I, I didn't think about the fire or the ice thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
because because the debate is going to be another mummy situation here, Phil. <laughs> well, well, yeah, because like his because his opening. All right, so his opening is being a, a rogue and above the law and being hauled away, right? Being a, a, arrested for a crime he yes. didn't commit. Closing image, he gets to kiss the girl and his walk away being sure. celebrated. Um, right, even though he's just messed up society. Yeah, right. Well, crumbling. yes, but his ordinary world is to catch bad guys, and this, except for him being charged with involuntary manslaughter, he never would have been froze. It's. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Okay. Um, yeah. I think I think his debate. No, okay, yeah, you're fine. Being frozen is his catalyst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and then. Uh, yes, I, and I, but I think his frozen debate, and then thawed out 36 years. It's all in one. Being frozen and thawed out in 2036. That's your catalyst. Because his breaking two has got to be, yeah. When I'm he not finds going back out, in the fridge, I'm going to I'm going after Phoenix. Still. Yeah, when he finds out Cocteau's behind it, like once he sees that Phoenix and Cocteau are yeah. together, I think that's your break into two area. Okay. That that again, I don't know shit about shit. Well, that's this me. I think this movie it's is weird. essentially a setup with fun and games. So that's why I guess I struggled. That's why I was hoping you guys were able to nail it. And 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 uh, yeah, I have him finding out about Cocteau. Like that's bad guys closing. Like that's oh my god. Later. Okay, yeah. all right. Yeah, I never got that far. <laughs> Yeah, that's when he he. Uh, sorry, we haven't got there yet, but I'm thinking the defrosting his crew. Okay, yeah, that's bad all bad guys, guys close in. Yeah, okay, yeah. It, okay. To me, yeah. No, no, and 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 in in I'm not saying they were rock solid. It was just you yeah. know, just oh take God. it beat by beat and tear yeah. down what You're Philip sure. thought. Right. Well, I'm good up to about the second act, and then I'm off the rails. All right, so <laughs> James goes again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, not one lesson pop. <laughs> Alright, that's the part. Callus for Huxley. I have Phoenix with some assistance from Cocteau escapes and commits eleven murder death kills. With no other capable resources, it is suggested by Spartan's old helicopter pilot that Spartan may be the answer. So I, th- I'm pegging this as Huxley's catalyst catalyst because it spurs her to recommend that they they get this guy. Yeah, because they ask, like, what did you do back in the twentieth to to catch Simon Phoenix? Oh, we released, you know, we yeah, had John did all the shit, but in the end, in the end it was just one, one guy. Yes. Yeah. So that's what I'm pegging as Huxley's catalyst that gets her thinking. Uh debate for Spartan now. There's I think there's precious little. So, okay. So he's being marched into Cryo. And obviously he doesn't want to go to Cryo, but he marches fairly briskly and willingly to his sentence. I don't know that there was ever, I guess, and, and so if the movie was more. You're talking about the beginning, when yes, he's being frozen. Yeah. Yes, uh, because I, like I said, I, I, I'm putting these together, but there's a whole set of beats, you know, opening image debate for Spartan, and then there's a whole opening image debate, blah, 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 for Huxley. So I'm, I guess I'm comparing these two. He submits to his sentence, uh, understandably not happy about it. Uh, I said, it, it lacks any real dark, dig deep down, introspective beats, so there is none here. There. In a more serious sci-fi, I think you would have seen even just a montage of the trial and him protesting and struggling against this and demanding, you know, his innocence and and being found guilty and marched off to. I mean, yeah, I see what you're saying, but I think that only works if that's the catalyst, right? Because like, think about like, Tango, yeah, sure, yeah, think about Tango and Cash, right? When their catalyst is for sure getting framed and going to jail, okay, right? Yeah, yeah, sure. And you see the trial, you see all the stuff, yes, and uh, yeah. you know we had the great moment. We're not reviewing this movie, but we had the great moment with uh, Kurt Russell's character where he thinks he's going to say something elegant, and he's like, "Yeah, this whole thing fucking sucks," you know, <laughs> right? I mean, so it's yes, that's their catalyst. I don't think this is their. The, this is just setup, man. We got to freeze this guy so we can throw him out in the future. Yeah, right. it's it's a catalyst for the writer to figure out. You know what I mean? It's yes. just a yes. How do we get this guy in the future? Yeah, we we as the audience know that 
Simon Phoenix played a game on him and framed sure. him. Yes, it so all moves very quickly. It's, it's yeah, all I think he's pissed because he's. I I put this guy away and y'all or well, now I'm being put away. Fuck yeah. that. Skip it. Skip it. Like he's just pissed. And yeah. I guess I'm sure he did do everything he could to try to. You know, I'm sure he said all kinds of stuff during the trial. Maybe, sure. maybe in this world, Spartan is the one saying this whole thing fucking sucks. And yeah, because that you know, institution but... that he was in yeah. sucked. It obviously crumbled after the the big one or whatever. Yeah, the, right. one, the, the society earthquake. after that sucked. Yeah. So now Huxley's bringing back the guy that thought the other thing sucked and. Yeah, I don't know. So, so at various points, I had to remind myself it's not that kind of not movie. That kid. kind of movie. Uh, I have no interest in adding any real humanity to these characters. So, no trial scenes, no angst scenes. Marches rather quickly to his punishment. His only final words are "skip it." And in my mind, I'm I'm saying the movie is saying, "Hurry up! This is a slow scene. And we need to get to the action kind of thing," which is yes, yes, yeah. but it's part of the setup to get to the the 2036. Stuff. Sure. No, I I hear but you. you. Got to move because we imagine they had a trial and all that stuff. Right? Yeah. Like this movie would be three hours long. Well, it was two hours. I mean, uh, yeah, it's two hours. Okay, it would have been two and a half, you know? Like that's uh, really long. Well, uh, to take a play from Coster, Coster don't give a flying fuck how long a movie is. He's going to tell the movie to make a good story. <laughs> I don't know that. True. Because I think at the end of this movie, you wind up thinking, man, that was some good popcorn and a lot of flashy stuff. <laughs> I'm feeling gassy from feeling that. Popcorn. Gassy from that, which is fine. But I, and, and, and I don't want to review a movie they didn't make, but. You know, sure. You could have ah, made something saying. substantial here. It didn't have to be. Yeah. But if you're making bubble gum, they did a damn good job. So yeah, but uh, I feel like we have that beat that you're talking about, right? Him, him, you know, raging against the the circumstances and and the trial and this is bullshit. Blah blah. Yeah. When he wakes up, like it's yeah. brief, but he wakes up, and he's all pissed off. Hold on, y- y'all. I don't remember the exact lines. But he's like, he's like, y'all thawed me out to to put away a guy that I already fucking did for you. Yes. Right. And my family's gone. It. Everything I knew is fucking gone. Yeah. yeah, that's. I mean, that is his moment of what you're. What well, you're it's not even for. a full moment. <laughs> okay, half a moment. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, I said, which is fine. Give me a Marlboro. A uh, what? A cigarette. Any cigarette. I said, if you want to see things blow up, hear cool lines, and eat your popcorn, <laughs> this is the movie for you. And it and it was. And I was never bored, and I never didn't enjoy myself. But you wanted more. I I, I thought I I yes I I thought sure. you could have made this yeah I mean anyway uh. So this is what I'm talking about. The debate, I think, carries over into his awakening. So you have the catalyst, and then the debate, I think, crosses the line from 1996 to 2030. Damn it, Phil. Now you got me rewriting this thing. Because, yeah, it would have been cool to have a moment after he wakes up. Everything's gone. Yeah, right? sure. And I think they should just kill the daughter off. Because they establish she's alive, this and then nothing ever happened to me, too. Yeah, this- they, they never... Yeah, kill them both off if you're not going to have him ever reunite with her. But, yeah, for his debate... He stalled out. He goes. And, I mean, we could have had a scene of him in the graveyard looking at both sure. their, yes. their tombstones. But in and, the extended scene, she is alive. Yeah, they, they had scenes. They cut them. No, I knew that. Right. But you you fucked that up then. So well, take the line out that she even exists. You know? Yeah. Right. The, the scene where they're underground or whatever, the lady that that's when the shooting starts and he grabs and pulls down the lady with the long hair, that's his daughter. Oh, really? Yeah, she was, part of, she yeah, was in yeah, there. Yeah, 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 I read that. Yeah. Thank you for the reminder, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. yeah. And that would have been kind of cool. They could have taken it out. Missed because, opportunities. Yeah. But when I was a kid, the whole time I was like, oh, his daughter is Sandra Bullock. Like, that's going to be the big reveal at the end. Yeah. That would have been And then cool they too. have their sex and the thing. I'm like, okay, that's going to be real weird yeah, if they right. find out that they're. Yeah, yeah well. No, that would have that would have fit because she would she would have been cut from the same cloth. I mean. Yeah, that yeah, would have been, been cool. But then you had the sexual tension and then. The sure. Well. I think that was put in there because we got bombs and explosions. We got to have. Yeah. So it was kind of 
Sylvester Stallone, Sandra Bullock love story sure. or father daughter story. Well, we'd rather see the love story with explosions. Uh, the, well, yeah, <laughs> love. It's, yeah. Anyway, the debate carries over into his awakening, which is in what is probably the second act. I'm saying he wakes up in the second act is what I'm saying. Tells them, forget it, but accepts the call because it's better than going back into cry. So his whole debate is, is a sentence or two. Yeah, that's right. Because they tell him like you either do it or you go back. Right. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's not much of a debate. Right. And for Huxley, there is no debate. You could reinstate him. The only real debate is on the part of Chief Earl, who calls him animal, caveman, primate, savage, and Neanderthal. He's, I don't think he ever calls him right. Spartan or John. But would hey, caveman, you, you know. But wouldn't that captain have been alive, possibly in the service of some point in his life? Because the captain's what, in his 50s, 60s? Yeah, he's probably just a little younger than the yeah, pilot, right? That's only if he was been on the force that whole time. Like so that maybe means, he was an accountant or some shit. So that means he's he's at least my age now, sure. which means he would have been 10 or 15. He would have remembered John Spartan in L.A. doing all sure. his demolition man there, there are some story logic why would problems. He, why would he still call him caveman? <laughs> right. <laughs> the way he acts like, and the way he's, yeah. being, he's acting like a caveman. I guess you're right. I guess him, you're right. Yeah. Sure. No, he is. He's, he's not around. a he's, savage, a pro, yeah. primate. He's not enlightened and he's not with Dr. Yeah. Cocteau. Yeah, he is not. He I got not, you. That's what he meant by caveman was. He's, he's not, not, not walking around telling people to be well, you know? Yeah. Right. Well, there, uh, there's. Be well, comrade. It's not that kind of movie because when 187, code 187, I mean, even Sherry said, isn't that murder? Like, everybody knows what 187 is. It's murder. Yeah. Uh, nobody, no, uh, Huxley had to look it up. Yeah, last time somebody was killed was... Like 15 years ago. Right. Sure. But she had to look it up, which is fine. But you got the helicopter pilot who was around. He didn't say, oh, 187 is a murder. You know, he just sort of smiles and lets her look yeah. it up. He's not like, oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we hadn't had one of those. Uh, since because we, we had to see Huxley doing her thing on yeah. the computer. So right. it's yeah, not that kind of movie. I'm, I'm fine with that. On, but you can't praise the fact that she was doing all the cool things and then knock it at the same time. Because, yes. Yeah, right. But, but story they, logic wise. Yeah. The old dudes in the room should have fucking known what it was and been like, oh, that's a, you know, it should have been him starting it. You know? Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. and. But you still heard Thunder If you're it. a cop, you should know all the codes, regardless of. Right, whether or not they've been, been committed, well, yeah, and I was gonna say they don't have the codes, but clearly they do. And it would have been, yeah. it would have been more credit to her if she was like one eight seven. Nobody else knows one eight seven. That's a murder, because she's done all this research. You know, you did you yeah, read my yeah. study and this kind of thing. So anyway, uh, I still think she was probably the smartest, most capable person in the room. How about Rob Schneider? <laughs> he doesn't know about the seashells. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the, why should I understand? <laughs> uh, Break into two Huxley. Spartan is thought out and she is partnered with him. Okay, so I wrote here we have what could be a progressive and fun two-hander that I think is completely gutted in the end, in my opinion. Break into two for Spartan. uh, Lamenting his wife, I said for about 90 seconds, he learns of Phoenix and accepts the call. (laughs) Because, you know, anyway, and despite his daughter still being alive, he refuses any inclination to see her again. She undoubted. Now this, again, not that kind of movie, but it did pull me out. His daughter is alive. Spartan made the news, had to. Yep. Riz written a cop from the 90s, uh, all the action. His daughter never comes to the station and slaps his face. I don't know anything. Well, James answered that because she's down in the gutters. Yes. Right? She yeah. was not she's not part of the new society. We don't know that. Right. No, we don't. And it was, com- it was cut out. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And dumb. Never... Either do something with that storyline or cut it entirely. Well, th- and they, they and were sensitive. Spartan's words, they should have skipped it. During the car, and she was like, it might be a minor uh, misuse of police power, but I can find her address or whatever, and he stops her. Yeah, no. and they turned it into the moment about contact, you know, as opposed to yeah. the moment about his daughter. Yeah. Uh, 
makes no effort. So, yeah, so clearly they were estranged, you know, because, yeah, he didn't uh, want to reach out to her and she didn't care that he made well, the he thought that, alive. Yeah, we don't know that there was ever a riff, but he just says, I don't know that she'd want to have me be part, you know, a throwaway line because they knew they had to address it. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But not that kind of movie. That's so dumb. She just killed her. Right. Absolutely. They both died in the big one. Yeah. Seemingly next of kin would, I, and I, again, it seemed to or me. make Bullock the daughter, which is obviously not the way they wanted to go, but yeah. Right. But if, if Spartan is being released, it, it, any living next of kin, I thought, would have been notified as well, right? I mean, this. Yeah. You know, in a real. This is. A, <laughs> This is summarily ruled out by Chief Earl saying, we did not wake you up for a family reunion. And I wrote, shut up and eat my popcorn. Got it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely what that line was, for sure. Yes. All right. So we're coming to the end of my tracks. And then I'm hoping. Because what about Phoenix's mom, man? What about his wife? What about his brother? Sure. Were they notified? Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, B story. The I think in any two-hander, obviously, the characters should be each other's agent of change. Uh, here I think the beat is fuzzy and gutted by the unexplicable ending. It ain't Huxley on the yeah I wrote it ain't Huxley on the poster. That's why anyway we'll get to that. It's Spartan and Phoenix on the poster, not Huxley. Uh, and, and so I wrote it was like it was like oh shit we developed what could possibly be a character with some depth. Quick Spartan, knock her out. <laughs> you know, yeah. We got this problem. There's a character who's got some depth and capability. What do we what do we do with her? Oh, just take her out of the whole third act or whatever. Yeah. Um. It, it was even worse than that to me. It was, oh, you know, a female that can't handle it. Nope, knock her out. Make sure she's safe. Well, like that's after she had just proven that she, she had can't, just like, literally she can't ass handle it. That's what I'm saying. Every bit as good it's as so, Spartan. She took yeah, care of her bad. guys while it's Spartan was taking bad. care of his. Yeah, I, I don't get it. It's real bad. Like we've had females kicking ass in cinema since the 70s, right, and all through the 80s. So, but in this one, Jackie Brown, you know, what's her name? Yeah, uh, exactly. So after she after she kicks ass, oh nope, dude's gotta go. Yeah, it's for your own good. And save it. What? No, it's for your own good. Yeah, it would have been so much better if he knocks her out because especially if they're gonna try to show change, right? He knocks her out and then she wakes up and ends up saving his ass. Oh know. yeah, the anyway, whole time cool. in, in the final battle with 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 uh, Phoenix, the whole time I'm thinking you dumb mother, you know, you, right. yeah, you, you had a partner. If you had a partner, <laughs> yeah, that would have been better. <laughs> anyway, which I shouldn't be saying. You shouldn't be thinking those, but. Yeah, the action scenes were good, and I enjoyed that. But he scene. doesn't change, so is he his flat art? I don't think he changes. Yeah, but he doesn't change. He changes the world around. Uh, yeah, him, right? I guess. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, but that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. He's, I mean, it's it's all other weird. than he can knit and all right. that, he, which we never see him. Well, no, he, yeah, knits yeah, he does. He doesn't knit a sweater. sweater. Yeah, yeah, and licked a lot of ass. I mean, kicked a lot of ass. Right. So that, yeah. that I mean, yeah, that that always very fun. This and, job and shovel it, shovel it. Yeah, close enough. I enjoyed her character, and yeah. it was set up, I think, to be this two-handed partner deal. Because she she yells into the thing, you know, I want it ninety seconds ago, and yeah, you know, I don't. I, I, I anyway, I thought they. I think that they realized, oh my god, we got her, but it's a Stallone movie, so we gotta take well, her out. Well, she was new at the time. He's the draw, right? Sure, sure. I mean, I'm not saying that's an excuse for what they did. It was just. Trying to understand him. Yeah, yeah I, I guess I, maybe that would make sense. Maybe she wasn't big enough to handle. Sandra Bullock wasn't the big enough star power. Well, no, I'm sure of that. The third pack, yeah. Uh, third like I said, her face was not on the poster, you know, so. That's interesting, though, because a year later. Yeah. Speed, like speed, she yeah. she very much helps him every so. He, no point does he go, hey, let me knock you out. I got no, this, I, right? Like they do it together. I would be he willing to bet. behind that, for her, you know? Yeah, I, I'd be willing to bet. No one we know about Keanu Reeves. If that was in the script, he'd be like, "No, no, 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 we're not. Right. not that's not, you know." Sure. Anyway, I I don't think that. I think that it was 
I don't want to say smarter writing because I think the writing was good here. They just, I think, were forced by other agencies to sure. sort of... Yeah, maybe there was more to it and the producer was like, no, no, no. Well, with three writers, I, I would like to have read that script by the first guy. Yeah. Just to see. Because uh, it could have been... And I, and, I, and I think that's probably not what they were going for, but it could have been a darker, edgier piece sure. of sci-fi. Sure. Uh, what was that Tom Cruise movie? The Minority Report. Minority Report, yes. Uh, could have been very much... But I don't think that's what they wanted. Stallone didn't want that. I think he wanted... Well, you gotta have some stuff blow up, man. You know, <laughs> I mean, Damn. anyway. Damn. <laughs> uh, but 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 that's not to say that Stallone can't do weighty stuff because he has. You won an Oscar for a freaking Rocky, right? Anyway, mm-hmm. we're reviewing the movie they made, not the movie we wish they made. Anyway, that's the B story. The fun and games with both characters joined at around the forty-eight minute mark. They move together into the fun and games, which is the last beat in this movie, in my opinion, covering the rest of the movie, all seventy-two minutes of it. So every other scene, all I guess twenty-three of them, I wrote down. So I think it's all fun and games. I cannot figure out a time. Taco Bell is fun and games. Yes, because the friendlies attack, right? Yeah. Toilet paper shells, armor hot dogs, fight at the museum. No kiss, kiss, bang, bang. I thought was cool. Did, did that come out before or after? Was that before? Kiss, kiss, bang, bang. Yeah. That's after. I think it's an old saying, but the movie. Yeah, because because uh, Cocteau says to sorry, no, no kiss, 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 bang, bang. bang. I'm I think like, it's an old saying. Well, like I think it references the 40s. Or 30s, okay, right? Those all right, type all right. of nor <clears throat> I didn't know if it was but... reference to the movie. I thought that that's yeah. Yeah. Talking about Robert Downey Jr. and Val Kilmer, right? Yes. So Shane Black. Yeah, that was way later for Match, sure. Matched his meat, licked his ass. I thought <laughs> uh Taco Bell, Schwarzenegger joke, Mr. Friendly comes to dinner, Phoenix talks with Cocteau. Would you like to have sex? Spartan learns about Cocteau. All these are the the movies. Spartan Huxley and Garcia visit the underground Ratburger. Spartan meets friendly, Phoenix staff staff meeting, you know. So basically, the rest of the movie I'm listing as as, as set pieces in fun and games. So I, now I need to be corrected about this because I would like to know if there was. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> there was never a setback. Never dig deep down. Never. Uh, I'm not even yeah, sure. There wasn't a really good like all was lost and 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 yeah, dark it. night or whatever to me. But like the, I definitely had a bit point. Like I have him being invited by Cocteau to. To Taco Bell as a is a midpoint is a false victory. He's in this. He's this Neanderthal, right? Yeah. In this society, he's the outcast, and it's a he's being invited by the mayor to the to the restaurant. Well, the yes, place, right. Like he's being now. It quickly gets turned upside down. And he realizes, you know, that the 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 conversation is bullshit or whatever, sure. and he doesn't like. He's not. I don't down know. With Thank you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, and then the, you know. Uh, the friendly and the the people show up or whatever, and he goes out there and beats them all up, and then and learns and learns that they're just looking for something to eat. So now he's that's because right after midpoint, his bad guys close in, right? He's realizing, okay, these even in this world, these homeless people that are yeah. terrorists are not they're not they're supposed to be the bad guys, but they're not. They're just a bunch of people looking for something to eat, and yes, then he, yes. and then from then on, it's more bad guys close in to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then for the all is lost, they kill Cocteau, the savior of society or whatever, even though he was a douchebag. And then Phoenix escaping, um, right? Yeah. And then going to the to the cryo prison to let out Dahmer and more people. What about um? What do you have, James? <laughs> what? If, let me get my notes. <laughs> what? What about the uh, the first place he's gonna go is the to get a weapon to get a gun. Yeah, the he's fight at the go. museum. Like, yeah, that's so funny. Fight games. at the museum. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then as soon as that happens, he jumps out and finds Cocteau, points a gun at him, and can't misses, kill him because right? he's been you know programmed yeah. so that would be a false defeat for phoenix sure but i guess i was mapping it from spartan's yeah, yeah. point of view spartan, well, spartan, yes. doesn't, spartan sees that later on no yeah spartan chases him and loses oh yeah 
Yeah, I think that's just back and forth. And yeah, it's a yes, back no. And forth, yes, no, and funny game stuff. I don't think that's necessarily like a... I think it's too early for like... Okay. Mid, to me. I mean, it could be, I guess, but... Because I wasn't... I, for some reason on my TV, when I pause it, I don't get to see timestamps. Yeah. I don't know why, so I don't know when. where it's at. Well, yeah. I, I was very interested to know... Because almost an hour in, I thought, okay, well, now we've got everything set up and the break into two, which was late, way late. It should have been at 48 minutes. You should be hitting the midpoint. Yeah. There's a little bit of setup there. Well, I'm just yeah. thinking Which the, is, I'm fine with as far as the two hander, but then I'm thinking that break into two is them going to the museum to try to stop him. So yeah, that's, that's where I had uh, the, yeah. the break into two, I guess, is them going to the museum. He's going to get a gun. We got to yeah. stop him here. And I mean, so that makes that, sense. That Cause it's a, the, a the clear break. Games. And then the fun and games, Cause he's accepted. Okay. I'm in this world now. What do you mean you don't have guns? I'm driving. Oh, wait. No, I can't drive because it's yeah. a car seat yeah. thing. And no, no. stalled out and he didn't go back in the fridge. He's embracing this yeah, he's world. Embracing and so that's where I'm having the two. How do I catch Phoenix in this weird-ass sure. world? Yeah. Okay, you drive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they listen to someone. Cause yeah, because the Oscar Meyer songs and shit. Yeah. And he's in the back. Someone put me back in the fridge. Right. You know? And then yeah, you yeah. have the battle. And right. And he escapes. Because it seems both. like they are storming the castle. Because I wanted to say, okay, well, they're going. Yeah, the big showdown of the cry was definitely the breaking of three. And the, the like story. I have, he goes in, breaks into three alone because he knocks her out. Which yes, is, yes. Uh, which is ridiculous. Well, no, that would be the Hightower surprise, guys. Oh, okay. Because they, they're, he got the team together. They're going to stop everybody. Well, what, they kick yeah, okay, all the henchmen's the asses. I guess that was another quick. Because I tried to map out the five points. Like, well, he doesn't have a team. Yeah, friendly and them show up and then they do absolutely nothing. You, right. Dumb. And, and And his one team member he knocks out. Yeah, as the high tower surprise. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm just I'm just putting. He created shit. his own surprise then because it's, in, it's yeah I'm throwing shit at the wall. Space, no, no, so. I, yeah. because yeah, it's a surprise to me. Why the fuck would he do that? Yeah, and that would even right. work. And I just thought that would work even better if, like, I would buy him knocking her out if he's got a partner at the beginning and Phoenix kills the partner, right? That he that he yes. That, 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 so then he's because he just because he says I did it to protect you, right? Yes. You know? So okay. then I can see After him she just. Her, because she, she just proved she could hand, save his life. She she handled sure. herself yeah, and she, she yes and saved his life. Now there yeah. is some lament. Oh, I took a man, another man's life. Maybe she he's protecting her from feeling bad about having to kill more people. But yeah, she seems fine. I mean, that, even that would have been better. He doesn't knock her out, and she can't go on. She's sitting there so upset about it. I took because right. Sure. Uh, I've, I've committed a murder death kill or whatever. You can have her all upset. And he's got to leave her. Hey, I got to go, ch- you know, I got to sure. go chase Phoenix. She gets her shit together and comes and saves him later on. Yes. But her, again, you're rewriting this movie. Yeah, and she's <laughs> not on the poster. And we came to see <laughs> this was like her first movie. It should have been yeah, on sure. the poster. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Release the Sandra Bullock cut. That's right. This well, movie. I want the and, and I cut. think the mistake is that they, that they created this character that was capable and was smart. And, but it's 93. Nope. It, it might have been a... Again. I don't know. It might have been and, a... And then everybody. to... Like, now this is looking at it from modern eyes. I don't know that we made... But how... It's sexist. Cringy is it that... You know, that was my first take on it was, whoa, whoa. You know... That's what I'm saying. We had, we've had we had women kicking ass since the 70s. So you know, why in 93 they decided, eh. I'm the man. I'm the guy on the poster. You sit this one out. And then because at the end, you know, she says... Uh, but the first time I watched it for review, I remember her <laughs> saying, and thank head. you for rendering me unconscious, which I thought, okay, well, but, but she, in She's the second, sarcastic about it. Yes. And the second yeah. time I watched it, she says, we were a team. I did it for your own good. Right. Uh, you know, so she does utter some little bit of a protest that, that we were supposed to be a team. 
Ever since you said that, though, it's been running in my head. Now I'm hearing Stallone going, because I'm the one on the poster, Huxley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to me, I thought that detracted from from what could have been an even better movie, Is but they didn't want to make a, a serious piece, I don't think. Not certainly with the gags and stuff in it, which made it fun. I don't want to put you on the spot, Sherry, but did did you did that bother you at all? Did you did you think about it? I guess the way we're thinking, did we are we going too deep here and thinking too much about it? No. Well, the the funny thing is, for some reason, I had looked down at that point in the movie, and then I looked up and I was like, "What did he just do?" Yeah. And I I totally missed it, and I, and and then we got into the discussion about it. Then yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't understand, but well, uh, you know, I, anyway, it's not that kind of movie. Um, well, maybe he didn't. They knew how they were ending it with everything freezing. What do you do? Well, with uh, they they. It, it was the case that they had a, a character that they didn't know what to do with, so that we, we we can't have her in the final scenes. Right. Yeah, maybe the the final fight scene was already written, and it's Stallone and Snipes going at it, and sure. the big freezing thing, and then it's like, all right, we're storming the castle. Sandra Bullock's here. Shit, she's not in the fight. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, I'm sure. knock her out. Absolutely, they had to have some way to get her. Yeah, out Knocking of the all picture. the other guys that he had, right? Did Sloan take them all out, like the other guys he had taken out, right? Like, because Friendly shows up. Yeah, yeah, we're here to do something, man. And then they do nothing, right? There's this whole other like battle. They could have like this big, huge battle against all these guys, like the Friendly and the the Outcast people, right? Because yeah. uh, Benjamin. Uh, Brat, right? Yeah. yeah. He joins up with them and yes. then which fucking we A and then fucking A yes. what? Fucking and that a, transition we never see. That was yep. a, you never see that again. Yeah. You know how, how maybe he some went, of that was cut out. I don't know. Yeah. Sure. It had to have been. One bump on the head and you right. and they explain it with these one liners. Yeah. So they know. Right. Uh they're intelligent enough to know that okay, well we've got to address this. <laughs> That's because yeah, I think James is right. I think they had this awesome third act they love, like the the finale of Stallone and Snipes going at it. Yeah. Well, shit, we had all these she other stories. You set everybody stories. up. Oh, my God. <laughs> what are we doing? Okay, knock her out. Uh, bump on the headline. Yeah. Go. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. You gather the team, storm the castle, yes, and then at the end team. you fight one guy. Yeah. Well, yeah, well it, and it would have been. So it needs to be one-on-one. There is this sense that he released 80 inmates, so there yeah. was enough to go around. Right. If you had this... God damn, I love that guy. Yeah, I mean, talking about so you Dunner. have. But he died like. In '94, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who talking about uh, Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer? Dahmer. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer got yeah, that was before he got right. The or did he? Oh, my ass didn't look like that. Or he's frozen. Sure, Maybe that's sure. what it really is. But you could have had the eighty inmates and and snipes going against Stallone and his team in a battle royale. I mean, it it didn't have to be the mano a mano, except on the poster. You have right. these two faces, and that's where the... Yeah, and you show all the cops, like Rob Schneider and the rest of them. Yes! the guy in the face and going, oh, man, my hand. Or, you, you have a freaking uh, um, Braveheart moment, you know? the Or, you know, the Magnificent Seven, where you rally the peasants. Yeah, and Huxley know? could have made, like, a, a big speech and, sure. and flubbed the lines, you know? Yes! <laughs> That's cool, like, been a brilliant scene. I would What was that one book that you sent me a long time ago is... The rousing speech, and we're gonna go up there, and we're gonna take the hill, and it's like take an excerpt right before the slaughter. Of the yeah. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what book that was. Uh, guys, Huxley up there, we're gonna go up there, we're gonna take it back, and they're all dead. <laughs> but I mean, I think that could have worked as a, yeah. except now it's Stallone and, and well, we don't want that. No, right. Anyway. Yeah, so that's I'm. I mean, I think you guys 
Hell, even having her get like hurt where she couldn't go on is better than him taking her out of the. Out well, of the she situation. did get hurt. <laughs> he zumped her. You know what I mean? Him not doing it. Yeah, you know, having Phoenix, you know, hurt her or something. I mean, it's still shitty, but right, having her jump in front of a guy that's gonna take a swing at Stallone and get knocked in the head, right, crumple to the ground, and he takes well, care of that guy and then moves on. That also would have accomplished. Okay, so now you're gonna have this new society where cops are going to have to be. A little more capable, and now they would have been yeah. had had gone through this crucible. Right, they sure. would have been prepared for sure. you yeah. not as clean, you not as dirty kind of situation. Yeah, and and I guess I just like how do we know like the way it ends that the society is not going to end up right back where oh, yeah. it was in '96? Sure, it's yeah. a power vacuum. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure the cartels in Mexico are going to sneak up and yeah take over. All right, well, I think I I, I enjoyed it as a popcorn movie. Um, but I kept wanting it to be more and I kept seeing, well, cause then he walks out and he, he never, never mentions his daughter again. Like there, he's just going to go on and got a living daughter. And I'm just not even going to think about her again. No, he's going to trade fluids with Huxley. Yeah. Yeah. Happy. Yes. Yeah. A woman who is younger than his daughter, I believe. Well, probably. Oh yeah. Something that was funny in there is, uh, at one point, uh, Sandra Bullock has a line, about how old he would have been, like how old he looks for his age, yeah. right? Pro- you nice. know, you'd be 74. He's actually 76, like now. Yeah, well, that's what she, she, cause she's, she's 76 she's, now in 23, and that was supposed to be 2036. So he was definitely like, they, yeah, she said him, something you know? like, not bad for a 72 year old or something, you know? Yeah. And Sherry was like, well, how old is we looked it up? And yeah, he's 76. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know what I mean? He wasn't even playing to age. Like, John Spartan's much younger than, than Stallone is. You know? Yeah. And what made me think of it was his hair's all white now. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And that, um, well, he said it on that first episode of the uh, Family Stallone. He's like, I just got tired of dying under whatever. Yeah, yeah with with Pacino. What are you saying? You know? <laughs> like, no, no, me, me, me. Yeah, Pacino's like, you already saying I dyed my hair? Yeah. Right. That was funny. Yeah. All right. I did notice that him and Arnold both all of a sudden went from like, no, you know, no gray to just gray. Yeah, they, I guess no, they, no, they, 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 they stopped dying. Stop stop dying. Yeah. 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 Well, I haven't watched that Stallone thing on Netflix. Have you seen any of it yet? Uh, oh, the Schwarzenegger, the food bar? I haven't. Yeah. No, I, I haven't seen the it. documentary either. I need to watch it. I think that's June 7th on the documentary. Oh, okay. All right. I'll be honest. Um, some of these men, when they reach a certain age, uh, like, uh, y'all know I love Tom Selleck. Okay. But his hair was so dark there for a while, and now he's gone salt and pepper, and that's nice. Yeah. I like the, the gray in there, because he's in his 70s. I mean. Right. Yeah. yeah keep so, going. Running around like you used to, yeah, yeah. Embrace your age a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, never, <laughs> never, never. Oh, I'm, yeah. Do not go. I'm, do not go calmly into that good night. Someone right. asked me, did I frost my hair? No, that's the white coming out. Yeah. So <laughs> we all have our things, you know. It happens. I yeah, just sure. happen to be so strikingly good looking all the time, right? With a little effort, good jeans. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. They fit at least. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh any other thoughts i think we got we got it covered yeah this demolition man is this one and this was my pick yeah because i love it yeah. i love this movie uh loved it since i was a little kid it came out when i was 10 years old saw it in the theater it was just one of those popcorn yeah no it, and, and it's still enjoyable yeah. i mean i enjoyed it um but it just it, it may be under scrutiny it's not well, that you, you have to you have to know what you're getting, and if you know what you're getting and and you're happy with that, it's a I think it's a good movie. You know, it's not that kind of movie, kid. So right. stop asking questions and enjoy it. And yeah, you know, all right, we ready for? I think so. 
Or thoughts, Jay? Yeah, are we going to go around and do the... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. He's going to hit the... I'm going to hit my button. Boop, boop. I'm like... Yeah, no, we... Speak? It's, uh, are you ready for... Sometimes we have uh, a little bit of time between recording that, you know, we lose our sharpness or whatever, but we're going to do the beat, uh, our past consider record. The next one will be even better. <laughs> All right. James, you want to kick us off? This was your pick. Uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend it, but that's obviously just because it's my movie and I enjoy it. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's quotable. It's funny. You yep. laugh. You you cry. You pat your friends on the back at the end of it. <laughs> okay. Really? What? No, it's awesome. <laughs> it's just it's just a good movie. I got it on all the platforms. Yeah, I've sure. got it on Amazon, DVD, Blu-ray. Right. So it's you know it's good. Wesley Snipes. Is a whole lot of fun in this he movie. He is a lot of fun. I think uh, Dennis Rodman got his style based off Simon. It definitely Phoenix. there, yeah. <laughs> you know, just that. Yeah, I read that. I read that. I, I assumed it was the other way around, but yeah, I, I read that, and I'm glad you well, brought that true. up. I forgot to say that earlier. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah just Dennis Rodman started dyeing his hair because of Simon Phoenix's, you know, blonde hair. Really? Yeah. And then Simon oh. Phoenix got the crazy eyes and the yeah, yeah, the two color. I thought was cool. The I clown thought, pants. He and did then, come to my mind when I was watching. Yeah, Dennis Rodman, and then his. You know his his Wesley Snipes performance and the the karate the fight scenes they were saying that he had to slow down so the camera could catch up obviously like Bruce Lee but, yeah yeah uh, yeah like he is very fun in this movie no no he's, he's a very good um, villain yes. to Stallone they're very well matched and that's the best part about good movies like that is the villain is every bit of as yeah. good as the protagonist is yeah it has to be almost more powerful than the protagonist almost you know yeah. Make it definitely a challenge to overcome. And then the kind of limits that Cocteau put on Simon Phoenix yeah. of you can't kill me, you can't do this. You know, the way that he created his team and yeah. overcame that. Somebody just... kill this guy. <laughs> and then Jesse the Body Ventura, of course. Yeah. He's the one that pulled that trigger. But Oh, is that was that him? Okay, yeah, that I, was I, him. Because I was like, Jesse Ventura's in this? Where is he? And then he's in there for Yeah, and, and, and uh, Jack Black is in this for about four seconds. And yeah. we had to... Sherry said she saw him. I guess I wasn't paying attention at the time or whatever, but I found the screenshot on. And of course, online. you've always got the rat burger scene. But. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, I, I thought Stallone's reaction to Taco Bell was awesome. Uh-huh. Taco Bell. Uh, <laughs> what, it won the restaurant of wars or whatever. Yeah, won, the well, fran- you can, you can see him processing. It won, won the um, franchise wars. Yeah. yeah, I saved your life and you want to take me to Taco Bell? I'm not going to be impolite. Okay, Taco Bell. I guess I could use a burrito. <laughs> you know, I thought his whole face and reaction, his processing was, uh, that's one of my favorite scenes, actually. Right. His yeah, that, that rat burger when it says rat burger? <laughs> pretty <laughs> good. My pretty, yeah. Best he, burger I've had in years. He quickly, quickly adapts <laughs> to circumstances. So, yeah. yeah, it's just, and then obviously the car chase with the 442. That is an awesome yeah. car. Sherry was broken hard when they started shooting it up. Like, no, no. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Yeah. Anyway. So, lots of cool, lots of cool bits, but it's a recommend for me just because of the nostalgia factor. Sure. Um, yeah, no, I should. I think you should skip it for sure. Skip um, it like a total no, pass. No, I'm, I'm playing. Okay. Oh, okay, I'm playing. <laughs> no, it's it's a, a, a consider for me. Not yeah. a recommend, but a consider. Like, yeah, if you consider it, if you like Stallone and you haven't seen it, consider it. If you like, you know, dystopian, uh, you know, sci-fi movies, right? Um, yeah, or even utopian, I guess, for that matter. Um, yeah, I, I, it's got too many, I guess, issues for me. I, for me, I guess, I've decided that I'm gonna try to save my recommends for yeah, just it, stuff that's it, just. 
you know, I guess hits on all cylinders. Yeah. And as we talked about, the beats are all over the place, right? Yeah. Even though it was written, you know, before, uh, you know, Blake Snyder's beats and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was fun. Yeah, popcorn movie, fun movie. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just a consider for me. Yeah. I, I am torn between consider and recommend because I enjoyed it. And if I enjoy it, why wouldn't I recommend it? Right. And I think if you go in thinking, you know, disengage and, and you know, and, and, and like if you were having a bad day and, and just did not want to think and you wanted something that you knew you were going to have a good time watching, this is going to be one of them. Yes. You know, and, and so at, at that point, I think it, it serves its purpose. So if you go in thinking this is going to be a lot of fun, I recommend it. Uh, if you find yourself starting to ask questions about plot holes and character, then, you know, maybe this isn't the movie for you and wait, you know, wait to see it or don't see it. But uh, it's not like, you know, Pulp Fiction is not literature. This is not the cinema, but it you're going to have fun watching it. And so it's it's either a strong consider or a recommend. And I'm, I'm kind of leaning toward recommend because it's a lot of fun, you know, if you have. And and the movie right expectations. You know? I think the movie takes uh, the right amount of care, and basically telling you as the audience, don't think too hard right. about this. No, I I think it's sensitive enough to know where those plot holes are, and it and it puts a band aid on them and says keep it, and we're walking, we're walking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the, yeah, in that case, I it think wasn't it's unaware of where those weak points are because it did address them sometimes with the veneer of one line, but it did. So if you have those expectations, I think you're going to have a lot of fun watching this. And so, so being intelligent enough to realize your story is flawed, right. and well, let's just cover it up with a line of dialogue, sure. real quick, as opposed to maybe you wrote the best story you can, full of holes, and you're just ignorant to those holes. Yeah, that's that's worse, or, or that's 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 worse than having the the I guess the the foresight and the intelligence to cover it up. Because if you can come up with a line of dialogue that kind of covers it up. How about go a couple extra steps and fucking fix your story, man? I, I always would like, sure. we basically rewrote a lot of this movie and I thought and I, I think would have better. improved it. I mean, yes. yeah, I'm biased, but I think it's better. It would have been better. we came up with that sitting right here. Well, you know, we yes. pulled that out of our ass. But we Give created three a months edgy, we darker come. sci-fi piece. I didn't think it out the company, you know, but yeah, we talked about her storm in the castle and let's lick their asses or whatever. You sure. Know? I mean, but the problem is, the, line is, the, the problem is. Is this is a futuristic sci-fi type comedy? There's gonna, it's like a time travel movie. Sure. I was watching uh, Austin Powers, the second one. There's nothing wrong with the other Powers. day, and you know he goes back in time, <laughs> yeah. and they basically look at the camera and go, "It's not that kind of movie. Yeah. Just sit back right. and enjoy it." Yeah. Demolition Man didn't go that hard. Maybe they should have. Maybe it'd be okay. But it's basically, it's like, this is a movie about a dystopian, utopian fight in the future. It's not like, uh, don't get your expectations up too much. Because in those lines, like uh, with his daughter and and other places where they just sort of, they are saying, just keep moving. You know, I mean, they literally are telling the audience, yeah, we know we're going to move on because we got to get to the, you know. Suspension of disbelief. Sure. Like, yeah, really, like... Cartoon or cartoon jingle, commercial jingles, yes, or on the radio, really, yeah, just keep moving, right? Keep, it it keep creates going. almost a, a goofy farce kind of right. feeling. Sure. Uh, yeah, it was almost farcical, yeah. type of thing. So, yeah. you know, you can forgive it for that. It just it does seem a little illogical, but we're moving and we're moving, you know. So, 
true. And if I didn't have a good time watching it, I probably would have been like, uh, you know, yeah, no, I mean, you're right. I had fun I, watching it, which I have and to I reconcile. I can't argue that right? either. I mean, yeah, I enjoy, enjoyed it. And yeah, laughed at the parts. <laughs> yeah. and... Don't worry about this part. There's an explosion coming. Yeah, yeah. There's a well, funny line coming after we're walking, that. We're walking, explosion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Funny line, you know. Yeah. Right. Whatever. So. All right. So I'm going to so, give it a, I'm going to give it a. I'm gonna give it a recommend. A hard, it, hard consider. Hard consider. Soft recommend. It's you're gonna have fun watching it if you. So where did you come down? I'm confused. I thought there were only like three choices. There, there are. I, it's I'm a, a spectrum. I, <laughs> right it's on the spectrum. Uh, if you could disengage your brain, it's a recommend. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll take that as a win. I'll take that every day. Just not happy about that. That's what I told my girlfriend. Jeez. If you can disengage your brain, we're gonna have a great time. If you time. can get, yeah. What's well, <laughs> anyway, I almost thought of idiocracy. Chris is trying to take this seriously, and it's, it's a yeah. You you got to try to have standards. No, no, no right. I, I'm over here like I give it a color purple. Recommend. <laughs> I enjoyed it, which I, I I feel a little bad about enjoying it almost because the but it's it's not, just enjoyable. Yeah, it's not that kind of movie. So anyway, Jerry. Oh, can I speak? You can. <laughs> We'll render you unconscious. Wait, hang on. Put up the volume. Yeah, we'll there. render you unconscious. You're going to be out. Oh, please. It's for, it's for your own safety. That's right. Please. Okay. All right. All right. So mine would be consider. And uh, when I started watching this, of course, you got to realize this is a 30-year-old movie. Yeah. It's hard to believe it was 30 years ago yeah. that this came out. Yeah. Uh, I remember the first time I saw it, and I think we bought it on VHS. Because I thought we had it, but then our Sherry reminded us it was probably on VHS, which seems, that sounds right. And that's probably somewhere in the garbage or Might be in the cabinet out in the garage, to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, no, it, we, we got oh, rid yeah, of it. Oh, yeah, we might have gotten rid of it, yeah. Um, I remember the first time, or when we watched it, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the comedy the the whole swearing I remember uh, the the foam car sit scene yeah yeah everything you know yeah. was just so futuristic yeah but watching it last night <laughs> I'm sitting there going we got that now you know the self driving cars um it just wasn't imp- as impressive to me you know what I'm saying well, it, it, yeah you're you're more jaded now I mean yeah and, and that, but that's good sci-fi though that that it was able to sort yeah, of, but that's it wasn't what I'm that saying. Far off, yeah, really right. No, there's off. a lot that rings but true. But that's what I'm saying. Back then, I would have highly recommended it. Probably saying, uh, you know, I enjoyed it, and I yeah. even went out and bought it. Oh yeah, no, we bought it. I, I but yeah, now absolutely. it's just a yeah, consider it because I enjoyed Stallone. Wesley Snipes was out of this world in the movie. I thought, um, and of course Sandra Bullock. I laughed at her. Yeah, I, I think uh, and Rob Schneider, you know, um, Dennis, is it, what is his name? Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. I like to hear him. Dennis he just, Leary playing himself. Yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah, he just, he, I don't know I wanna, how you talk I wear Green Joe and run down the street and, you know, yeah. yeah. Might suddenly fucking feel like it, okay? Yeah. So, because <laughs> every time I turn around, I was like, oh man, they're in it. Oh man. Yeah. They're in it. Right, you know. right. He's got a, a, I remember a comedy bit he had. You know, I want to smoke cigarettes. I want to eat steak. I want to eat steak from cows that smoke cigarettes. You know, <laughs> no, his song "Asshole" I, I'm is an amazing. Athlete. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So, I, I guess so it didn't hold Dennis, up over time for you. Which, not Dennis. Um, there I go calling him Dennis. Uh, Wesley Snipes. See, I even called yeah. him <laughs> Dennis. Yeah, he was. He was. Very, he was a big part of the fun on this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just awesome. Yeah. Uh, but that's. 
So two, we got what, two recommends, a pass, and a consider? No, I was a consider. You were a consider? Okay. Two considers, two recommends. Yeah. Soft consider. Soft consider, yeah. <laughs> All right, well. Nice. There you go. That was Demolition, Demolition Man. Man. Yeah. You got to cue up that Sting song. Yeah, I I, I had never heard that song. Sting wrote it. Um, I, but think, I think it was a police song. I think. Was it? Okay, yeah. Because it yeah, could, the, in the credits it says Sting. Yeah, well, yeah, he, but, he but, wrote the but, song. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think. But he, I think that's just where the title came from. But I don't. Yeah, yeah. Don't know. Was it a song before the movie, or was it? Did yeah, you I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, right. Huh. All right. I think I think the police were broken up by '93. Yeah, I think they were broken up in the '80s. All right, well, we are out. I, I want us to talk about that either when, when we get to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, because it doesn't work as well as Riggs and McCall. Well, I think it could have. One of the the earlier drafts were more serious. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the the setup of the movie a lot because I told Blaze like this is this is where we're headed. In oh yeah. So yeah, but I feel like we have that beat that you're talking about, right? Him, him, right? You know, uh, I still think she was probably the smartest, most capable person in the room. It, it was even worse than that to me. It was. <laughs> Release the Sandra Bullock cut. That's right. This well, movie. I want- and they explain it with these one-liners, yeah. so they know. Right. Thanks a lot, you shit brain fuck face ball breaking duck fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs>